I'm Daniel. My pronouns are he and him. I'm Robert, and my pronouns are also he and him. And, and this, this is Grizzly Kiki. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as a meet and greet with James Charles. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95 and they offer great customer service. I should know. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. Who doesn't love that? (laughs) Choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way you can try on all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. We don't need people seeing things blurry. And Daniel wears Warby Parker, and now he can actually see me. And I'm now considering a divorce. Hey! To get started, head over to WarbyPorkerTrial.com slash Kiki. Wait, wait, wait. Warby Porker? That's a very different website. I was projecting. Very different. I mean, I project in all directions. Give them them that link one more time. Oh, sorry. To get started, head over to WarbyParkerTrial.com slash Kiki. Again, that's WarbyParkerTrial.com slash Kiki. Warby Parker, modern eyewear made simple. Don't Google Warby Porker. You'll regret it. Hi. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Good, how are you? Very odd. I'm very odd? No, I'm very odd. Well, you're wearing a dress. <laughs> I am, It's not a dress. It's a caftan, but it could be a dress if you belt it. Okay. It has pearls on it and leopard print and water. It's very festive. Yeah. Well, you know, it's festive because we have friends over. Yes, we do have. We have yeah. guests. Yeah. Do you want to introduce our guests? <laughs> <laughs> Someone had some of the wacky tobacco. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do it. We are joined by our friends Pissy Miles and David Ayon. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> I love your captain, Daniel. You. It's all downhill I'm, when I'm I put all... one on. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you have to belt it. It's like Judy Garland. Right? Downhill Wait, and upwind. What? She has to belt it. Oh. <laughs> okay, but I... can we cl- please get you to talk into your Sorry. microphone? When you said Belt, <laughs> you're still and Judy not doing Garland, it. I thought they'd put her in a straitjacket at some point. <laughs> God, that doesn't make any so dark. Sense. I don't. Know. I mean, about... there are buckles, uh, right, <laughs> Mister Arbuckle? Um, <laughs> how are you guys? Oh, um, what are your pronouns? Oh, uh, I'm not really. I'm not really particular. I, I'll okay. use she, her. Uh, I'll use he, him. I'm. I'm not really. I don't get bothered by So you it. don't you're not bothered by uh using female pronouns when you're not in drag basically. No, not at all. I will say when I'm in drag I tend to prefer she her especially if I'm on stage. Off stage I yeah. don't really care, but on stage it's all about the presentation. It's all about the illusion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Daniel's father uh used also. he pronouns when I was in drag once and I was on like stage. I did not 
go through all of this work. I thought you were going to say Daniel's father also prefers uh, she, her on stage. <laughs> I was like, my goodness, you come from... I was going to say that, but, I, but it's true. It is a thing that... What would your father's prefer. drag name be? Oh, Daniela know. Silva. Let's yeah. Daniela Silva. No, it'd it be simple. like, hey, Dan, got coffee? That would be his drag name. Oh. I'm confused. I'm Silva <laughs> Bullet. Convinced. You well, are confused. I'm so glad you all tuned in to hear Daniel have a stroke. Oh, uh, no. David, what are your pronouns? Uh, he and him. I mean, but I'll answer to anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're not terribly particular about it. I remember one time <laughs> when it was like, David, I love David's family, and you've met his father. You know how yeah. like intimidating mm-hmm. he can be. He is this big, like, Cubano, like, macho dude and mm-hmm. I want to say it was like shortly after he really started to like me because when we first started dating his dad was very like I don't know how to deal with this I don't know how to process this but I love his dad he and I get along very very well now we love each other um, and I remember the first time I, I don't remember what he said to me but he was like he was like did you do this thing and I was like yes ma'am and the second I said it I was like well <laughs> and he just kind of like didn't say anything and walked away and i was like oh no i've ruined everything i was like i've, I've toppled this structure ruined I've, I've, I've ruined all everything we've been working towards him. <laughs> wow yeah that's a, that's a true story i remember i was there the the night that you did um you did like scary makeup for him and uh and for david's mom oh yeah that was a lot of fun yeah i actually had a really good time doing it and your mom looked beautiful by the end she did well she started looking beautiful beautiful zombie she was a beautiful zombie um it was just nice to see because it looked like you and uh david said were like bonding i mean yeah yeah oh yeah way i mean at this point they're like we're best, best friends. Though. Yeah, I love his He's been dad. to so many drag shows. You're like, girl. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, though. I can't tell you. There's a picture somewhere of his dad and uh, his dad's friend, literally at one of my shows. Uh, and they they both have their arms like over my shoulders. And the hand is holding the opposite boob. It's like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first drag show of yours that he had ever gone to. Was it? It was. It was Miss Fish. Miss Fish 20. 20- oh. Mm. 2016? Wow. I don't know the date. 1923. Was it only three years ago? Yeah. No, it had to be longer than that. No, there's no way. It had to be 2014 or 15. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember last week. Who Mm. knows? It was so long ago. (laughs) I'm I'm not really. I've tried to block it from my memory. That was the first time we met Bob. It was. It was the first. So it had to be like 20... 2014 or 20 even it might have even been 2013 wow i think it was 2014 i don't know i don't know i don't know that was it was the first night i met bob the drag queen and was she nice to you she was very nice i won Marty Gold Cummings was hosting and the top three lip synced against each other at the same time and it was pissy uh crystal demure and tara no wasn't it monet no monet didn't make top three i don't think monet she was because remember in her um swimsuit she wore that giant (gasps) sun oh you're right she didn't make top three it was crystal demure tara grenade back at the time at the time Um, and you huh yeah (laughs) well 
I won. <laughs> but, but Crystal got on Broadway. Yeah, Crystal got on Broadway. Oh. Crystal got on Broadway, and uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm like Elaine Stritch. Wow. Uh, what have you both been up to? Well, uh, we've been up to a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? I don't even know. I've been. I mean, I'm I'm working full time in New York City now, and all over the place. I just did some shows in Beacon, New York, mm -hmm. and I did a show in New London, Connecticut, which was exactly as fun as it sounds. <laughs> and um, I'm kidding. I actually, I actually did have a really good time at the New London show. I, I always make fun of it because it's like the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Mm -hmm. I was... I, I texted David because I got myself a hotel room in the area the night before mm -hmm. and I pull, I was like driving and you know when you're driving and you're like New London is like a cute little like town it's near the water like it's kind of cute it's whatever and then uh, I was driving 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 and like slowly but surely there were like more trees and more distance between everything and I was like okay mm -mm. this is okay everything's gonna be fine and i'm driving and driving and slowly i'm like i'm in the middle of the woods where the fuck is this hotel and i pulled into the hotel and it was like it first of all it was modeled like a motel like a like a dual level motel okay all the doors faced the outside so it mm -hmm. wasn't like a hotel where everything's inside it was like all the rooms had separate doors and i'm imagining the motel from schitt's creek it was like that, but bigger. It was like it was like a lodge. It was like a. It was honestly, it was like a ski lodge. It was very strange. And the people who worked there were very nice. But I pulled in and I texted David and I was like, "I'm gonna be in a true crime podcast. Like I'm gonna die here." <laughs> oh, this no. I, I was I was convinced. I was convinced I was gonna Not die. The text you want to get? I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, a part oh of god. me is like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna miss him," and the other part of me is like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna wear in 2020?" Oh my god, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Wow. wow yeah welcome to my life um so i've been doing that i did I've, i'm doing shows all over i'm working in new york city i'm uh but talk about the really big some thing. new stuff well we just started i just started with my my sister sam a brand new podcast it's so mm, exciting another no another, wow. <laughs> another podcast. I, I feel like i should have no i feel like i should have that perspective but i i, I always think it's funny when other people are like of course they have a podcast but i'm like why do you care it's community like yeah who so cares? yeah, yeah. Um, Especially so, because we love podcasts. Like I, I yeah. listen to podcasts all the time. I, I'm in my car like eight hours a day, so I, I listen to multiple podcasts, and so I'm, I'm fine if there are more podcasts popping up. So, what's your podcast called, and what's it about? It is called My Spooky Gay Family, and it is called that because, as you guys know, I am one of five kids, and of the five of us, four of us are gay. Not me, my other siblings. And um, Spooky. <laughs> spooky. That's the spooky part. Let's get to the gay part. Um, <laughs> and uh, my sister Sam and I are are both very into like horror and true crime and and spooky shit, weird New Jersey, all that paranormal everything. Mm -hmm. So we talk all the time and have these like lengthy conversations about horror movies and about um, gay shit and politics and all these things. And uh, we love to we're, we're a very like funny family. We grew up in like really crazy nonsense. Our, our, our childhood was like really tumultuous. It was it was really crazy. And so we developed this really dark sense of humor. And we also love um 
movies and music and things like that. And so we kind of developed this like shorthand where we're able to joke around and talk to each other very quick and and using a lot of like quotes and mm-hmm. and references and things like that as an outsider when we first started dating and i met his other siblings i was like what is this like magical family that like <laughs> it's sort of like you know when you watch the gilmore girls you're like no one's that witty and talks that fast like this isn't real life but like with that family it is because they're all like sassy and gay and ready to read each other at a, at a moment's notice. <laughs> and we do. And and they speak almost exclusively in movie quotes sometimes. We can so, have like entire conversations in it, movie quotes. Yeah. So it's actually I always I always thought that they should have a podcast for forever. So I'm glad that they are finally doing it and it's really good. And we we had talked about it a few times and then it was like Sam had a day job, so she was working and doing things like that mm-hmm. all day, and it was kind of very difficult. And I, I obviously was very busy with my schedule. And then my sister Sam left her day job to pursue writing as a full time career. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a very, very talented writer, and she's a a, um, a, a fictional. She writes fiction, and it, it's fantasy slash. It's it's really more fantasy than sci fi. I wouldn't call it sci fi. Um, but she, she's, like I said, very funny. And she used to have a, a, a blog called Fright Dyke, mm-hmm. which was where she talked about all things horror and, you know, being a, a lesbian and, and things like that. And so I've always loved the term humorist. I call her a humorist because it's kind of, to me, the difference between being a comedian and a humorist is that a comedian is more of like a stand-up performer and a right. humorist is someone who writes funny things and Sam is very very sharp she's very smart she's very funny and it's very subtle sometimes her humor it's and it's so layered and she's literally one of the most like intelligent funny people I've ever known in my entire life and so one day we were talking at home with with David and and her wife Sarah and I don't really remember how the podcast came up I I'm just gonna say that I think it was my idea you always say it's your idea. But, but isn't I, it usually my idea, though? I could be like, you know, uh, when when David and I met, I had been thinking about going on OkCupid, and he's like, I know you were because I told you to. And it's like, you d- I didn't even know you at the time. <laughs> it's but, literally- but it was part of the plan. Okay, but I'm pretty sure I was like, you guys should have a podcast. And then also I was the one that was like, you should be a drag queen, and you're welcome. <laughs> so here we are. She's so humble. Yeah, let me tell you. So modest. So you need a shirt that says it was my idea. <laughs> I do need that's a shirt. what it's gonna like... say on my gravestone. <laughs> I, I tell David all the time. I was like, my gravestone is going to say it was my idea, or it's going to say I have homework for you. Mm-hmm. Because every day I come out, I wake up, I walk outside, and he's in the office doing whatever he's doing for work, and he'll be like, okay, I have three things for you to do today. I have homework for you, and I'll be like, it's gonna. It literally is going to say that on my gravestone. It's going to say I have three things for you to do. Wow. <laughs> and uh, that's the story of the the that's where my spooky gay family started. It's I mean it's a fascinating podcast. I will say the dynamic I at, observing you with your uh with your siblings sounds like you're, you know, like animals in the wild um, <laughs> or in a zoo. <laughs> right. But observing you with your siblings is really interesting because you have a brother that I know as Bob, mm. but you all call him Robert. And Do we? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
and it it feels yeah. it feels very passive aggressive whenever you use his name, but you're just saying his name. There's there's <laughs> a it's so interesting because there's a tone and it comes through on the podcast. Robert. And I enjoy it so much when you're like, well, Robert, and I'm like, oh, and I, that's yeah. being that that's also my name. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> there's a lot of oh. emphasis on that urt. Yeah, <laughs> really, it it's a very funny. long urt. In my brain. I call him Bob, like most of the time I call him Bob, but I know that he prefers to be called Rob or Robert by yeah. his friends. When you're talking about him, you say Bob. When you're talking to him, you say Robert. Mm. Really? Yeah. I've honest to God never known. You, uh, mm. you also just talked about him uh, and you called him Robert. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't sure who you were talking about because when I'm being like really curt with Robert or we're like in a fight, I'm like, Robert, Robert. But I don't get the whole thing out. It's this like, is starting Robert. to turn to one of those moments where, like, you start saying a word over and over and it starts to sound really <laughs> strange. Wrong. You're like, Robert, yeah. Robert, Robert. Right it's it. like, this is, like, I feel like I'm stoned. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have smoked with you, Dan. Yeah. I'm actually sober. It's all of you. Oh, please. It's a reverse thing. Um, it's, it's fascinating. I actually, I really enjoyed the conversation on this last episode where you guys talked about death, Mm. uh, where you and Sam talked about death. And, um, there was something that you, you talked about, um, your, uh, significant others going before you or like them being there when you finally died. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it. It sent me on a on a path. Like you say when you finally died, like everyone's been waiting for finally. it. <laughs> God, I thought he'd never died. leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have the contingency plan, though. The the red stop button. Yeah. No, no. Just like you know, you have everything just ready to go, and you're like, hmm. well, it was funny because I mean. All the conversations we have on the podcast are outlined so we know we don't forget things that we want to talk about. But it is all so freeform and we're very tangential in the way we talk. So it kind of dawned on me in the middle of the conversation. I was like, wow, I don't have like a living will or any will. So it's like it always seemed like such a grown up thing to do Yeah, because I was like. I don't need a will. I'm 10. But all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm 30. Like, I, I do need a will. I love that right. as a 10 year old, little pissy is like, yeah, I don't need one of those. I was very serious. I'm going to live a forever. <laughs> I'm just a very childish <laughs> adult. It's, it like Benjamin Button. Literally, I, my personality, Benjamin Button. Yeah. As a child, I did my own taxes. <laughs> it was little... very simple. I had a little visor and a, mm-hmm. and a t- Ticonderoga number two pencil. Oh, only a number two. Only a number two. Only, Are there other numbers? I don't. I have seen a number ten. Have, oh, oh look here, you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so, David. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. Have you seen a number ten? Oh, well. Uh, I don't yeah, think David, so. David, 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 David flushing. I don't think so. <laughs> what have you? What have you been up to? David? Uh, well, Pissy and I are doing a show together. Oh, we're doing a panel discussion with Jasmine Rice Labasia at Drew University on Tuesday, October twenty second. 
Is that the right date? Yes, it What's is. Today? So the, today's the 19th. Yeah. So uh, well, we'll we're recording yesterday. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have been yesterday. We're doing it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, so you did it yesterday. I it did went it yesterday. really well. It went so great. <laughs> yeah. I was so eloquent. <laughs> um, I had all the right things to say. No, but it's actually a discussion on uh, drag camp and fashion mm. uh, so clearly I'm not going to have anything to say about the fashion part <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will probably be really campy so mm. there you go that's my contribution I to would that say discussion. that you're fashionable where? I think that you have like a very distinct so- like mm-hmm. style the way that you dress yourself alright all right. maybe you're not stylish, Yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. like it only kind of you have a look (laughs) you're Uh, opinionated let's put it that way oh yeah i do have a lot of opinions uh so does jasmine so it'll be a really interesting (laughs) thing should i say it was a really interesting (laughs) discussion (laughs) 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 but one thing that has not happened yet as of the airing of this podcast is on uh friday the 25th uh it's the opening of an exhibition that i'm doing of my drag portrait photography called the queen suite at uh, a hotel called hotel tides in asbury park new jersey Hmm. um and the opening reception is from 7 to 9 p.m on the 25th uh so i'll be there and we can have a drink and eat some snacks uh and then it's going to be up until december 31st so if you can't make it to the reception stop by buy some art yes (laughs) that's exciting Please buy uh, it. We'd like to have a good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Pissy's only going to get cold if you don't buy any yes, art. So buy so. some photos. <laughs> but think of all the eyeliner you'll be able to make. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Uh, well, so yeah, those are the big things. I don't. I don't have a new podcast. I'm the. I'm the only one without a podcast at this table. You are. Wow. You should start one. What would it be about? You should make it about pencils. pencils. <laughs> Call it number 10, pencils. the podcast. <laughs> um, it'd probably be really nerdy. It'd probably be a Buffy podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should do that. You mm-hmm. should have a podcast where we, and I'm sure there's one out there, but there's whatever. like quite a few. But you should just like <laughs> recap every single like Buffy episode and Angel too. Just throw the whole thing into I the mix. Know. You know, I actually thought about doing that with Grey's Anatomy because I'm such a nerd and it would never end it would never end like is it still on the air minutes. it's still in the air and good old com- meredith gray and with a completely different cast i'm sure at yeah this point. basically i think the only people left are meredith the chief and kepner no kepner is gone what about uh uh what's his name avery uh oh he's still there avery's still there yeah is sandra alex, alex, still, on? alex, alex is, still is still there no sandra i was gone <sighs> sandra was on killing eve which, which is, is a amazing show. oh i heard that's amazing oh it's really so good. good i think I've she should be good. 10 times more famous than she is because she's incredible i agree Absolutely. sandra oh is an incredible mm-hmm. actress and killing eve is such a good oh it's so good what's the name of the actress who plays villanelle villanelle i don't know but she just won a bunch <clears> of awards and she deserves she? every single one of them she does she is really truly is she, something special is she the writer no, no. she's no the original not the, not book the woman that who just it, did snl no, the original book is called, I think, The Villanelle Chronicles or Diaries oh, okay. or something. But the w- actress that plays Villanelle, who is like the main antagonist uh-huh. of the show, uh, and she's a crazy assassin, she plays crazy really well. Mm. Oh, so like, it's like really a, like a, not sci fi, like action or. No, it's more of a cat it and is mouse kind, kind of, of thing. I mean, there's sort of like moments and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's more of this 
like dynamic between Sandra O, oh, who's looking for this assassin murderer, but she doesn't know who she is, and then mm-hmm. Villanelle, who's like killing people, but you know, staying elusive, and they sort of have a weird like crush crush on each other, oh. but like it's like this unspoken thing because Sandra O's in a relationship and, but it's like, it's just, it's just really, really good. And everybody should watch it. I love a sapphic spy. Yeah. Mm. Basically that's what mm, it is. <laughs> that sounds like a cocktail you'd get somewhere. Oh, I'm sure Can I get is. a sapphic spy in Brooklyn. Yeah. Somewhere only in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> Deep. Get a sapphic spy. Deep in Brooklyn. <laughs> and it comes with bitters. <laughs> I mean, of course. <laughs> sapphic spy doesn't. <laughs> Uh, let's take a break, uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about scary movies. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. We're back, and we're going to talk about scary movies. Yeah! Mm. I love scary movies. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? Did you feel like my favorite, my favorite Liza! Scary. I love it! You're ripping to me! I'm so excited! <laughs> Liza, it's Liza, such a, you such conjured an honor her in my home. It's a pleasure, my favorite. Oh my god, Liza, um, you you caught us on a very spooky episode. A spooky episode. I love spooky things. What's your favorite spooky thing? Well, we want to know what your favorite scary movie is, Liza. My favorite scary movie was a movie called The Wizard of Oz. My mother was there. Did you ever see? It's terrifying. The witch was she was following around trying to steal my mother's shoes. It was terrifying. It was horrible. I loved it. It was wonderful. Were they the same shoe size? Is that what she was trying to say? I don't even know. She was trying to take the shoes. I was like, what do you want with these shoes? And even Marcus must have another pair. He got to go back and give it another shot. It's got to be there. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love Liza Minnelli. She is the best person in the world. What I really want for Christmas this year is a whole podcast with Liza Minnelli and Bjork. <gasps> the whole yes! time without breaking character. Well, Robert does an amazing that, Bjork. I, I know, that's why Bjork. I said it. That's why I said it. It's my favorite impression that you've ever done. I'm going to wrap sounds in boxes. <laughs> and place them under an oak tree. <laughs> it's really Kristen Wiig's interpretation of Bjork. Is what it is. <laughs> Um, but that is totally doable. It's gonna be, have to be. It's gonna have to be scripted. It's gonna be fuck. the weirdest fucking podcast in the world. I can't wait. I mean, what she's saying is like nonsense. <laughs> I love Lisa Frank stickers. <laughs> I don't know. I never met her. I mean, <laughs> Lisa Frank Sinatra. She's a real good one. I like her. <gasps> Frankie Blue. <laughs> <laughs> let's get scary let's uh, do it. i think that was scary enough so uh, um we're we're just let's go around the table and share our favorite scary movie singular singular i don't know singular oh, i have to pick one. singular wireless fine you can do two 
Is that enough? Is two why enough? You, Five. We're probably gonna have the same ones. So why don't you do one? I know that other? you generally speaking. you and I have the same one. So probably well, mine is one of yours for sure. I know that yours is one of mine, and You're it's probably his too. Right I'm now. wearing the shirt. The t-shirt right this very moment. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lucretia. <laughs> wow. That's, wow. That's what I make that joke on our podcast. Hold on a second. Talk about it. So on my spooky, my spooky gay family, you guys did a whole review of the movie Scream. And you spent so much time talking about Red Right Hand. Um, but you spent no time talking about the moment when... So Courtney Cox gets into the car or the, mm-hmm. the van and she's going to drive off and uh, there's Kenny. like blood and then yeah. Kenny falls down and she screams out, get off my fucking Pajito. Okay. <laughs> no, she does not. Yeah. No, she does she not. She says windshield. Well, you th- she says oh, windshield, that what that but word it is? sounds like she's it saying sound like Pajito. Pajito. Get off but my fucking Pajito. We watched it what, less than we a week ago. We watched it exactly. <laughs> I was like, get off my Pajito. Is that the name of the van? What is this a windsurfer? Also, <laughs> that part that you pointed out where Nev Campbell is saying no. Where her mouth says Dewey and the sound says no. When oh. is that? Or maybe her mouth says no and the sound says no. When he gets stabbed by um, Ghostface. Yeah. Oh, and it's so alert. weird because once you like pay attention to it, it's like the dubbing is off, but it's because it's a totally different word. Huh. I yeah. never I never really mm-hmm. noticed if I'm being honest. Really, like, I, I went into listening to your episode about Scream fully expecting for that Pugito. moment, for the Pajito to finally be like... <laughs> Validated. Un, like un, un, <laughs> uncovered. I'm just like, it's going to happen. And you spent so much time on Red Right Hand <laughs> that I was like sitting at work listening to it like, so they're not going to talk about the Pajito? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> But to be fair, to be fair, (laughs) red right hand is... I disagree with you completely. Oh, my God. Do you hear what I'm talking about, though, don't you? Oh, God. And I know you don't because you're... I hadn't listened to that episode yet. And he's like, so he talked about this. And I was like, I don't even remember the song. I don't really pay attention. (laughs) I really don't pay attention to a lot of things. I don't even remember characters' names. I know it's Courtney Cox. I know it's Nev Campbell. I know it's David Arquette. Yes. And so I don't like often invest like myself that much in, <laughs> in anything in anything really <laughs> that we watch because i just can't i can't keep it all in my head so i was just like what song it's like what are you talking about he's like there great. were songs he goes great movie? since you haven't paid attention to he played it for me and i'm like oh yeah yeah that yeah that's what it says i'm not whatever gonna, it was i I'm can't remember gonna, at this point it's, but it's, it's like he says designed and directed but it sounds <laughs> like he's saying designed and dirsted oh yes and I was wondering, like, Durstead? Durstead? I'm like, but what listen, did you think Durstead was? Listen, I will make a valid <laughs> argument for it on the podcast, myspookygayfamily.com. Go and listen right now. We'll take a break. Back in a minute. <laughs> Just she's, kidding. She's, Available she's, on she's iTunes. A statement. <laughs> a statement. Um, yeah, so my mine is, is Scream, obviously. Obviously. Yes, and obviously. that is an excellent choice. Thank you. That is an excellent, excellent choice. That movie came out when I was 12, and I went to the movies with my friends to see Mars Attacks. 
<laughs> and they all went into the theater for Mars Attacks, and I just decided to go into the one that was showing Scream, and then they came and got me when they were done. You, you saw it by yourself? I watched it by myself. The theater was empty. I'm oh, pretty no. sure that it was, I don't think it was opening weekend, but it was very close to when the movie had opened. Oh, no. And I just remember that I didn't realize how like isolated I felt, because I purposely sat in a row that was completely empty in the back of the theater, like mm. near the exit. And I remember my friends walking in some somewhere around like right after when Randy gets shot, spoiler alert, um, or not <laughs> at this point. I mean, the movie's from 1996, like get it together. <laughs> um, my friends walked in and the light that came in from the hallway when they opened the door to come and like sit in the theater with me, I was like, oh my God. Like I just, I had never seen anything. I'd obviously seen horror movies before mm. that, but none of them had an effect on me like Scream did. I don't think I ever saw horror movies before that. I feel like that was like the one that broke the seal for me at least. I mean, it's a good one to start with. I had definitely seen scary movies before that. Like I was, I, I didn't see Halloween until after. I, I was saw. being babysat while my sister and I think her her now husband boyfriend at the time were watching uh, one of the Halloween movies that has the the little girl. Mm. And I was just like walking up to the um, screen and like mm, she's trick or treating. Was that like like I just didn't I didn't understand like four yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah. F- totally. Four is the one is I believe the first one with the little girl because the mm. third Halloween three is like. The, the nonsense with the exploding with the season of the witch. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. And it I, turns out the little girl from the fourth and fifth Halloween movies is also the, um, the roommate from urban legend. The, is the she really? Yeah. Turn, off the light, turn on the light. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Also, she was one of the kids in don't tell mom the babysitter. Yes. Dad. Yes. Melissa. Yeah, that's weird. I Why don't hate, you talk about that Jaja ja ring you got? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that particular urban legend. Like a lot. Why? Oh, because it makes you It is so nervous. fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. That's the one where like her dog ends up dead, right? Hanging in the No. No, no that's a different one. No. That's, a that's that one. urban legend was like an email chain. Yeah. When yeah. we were in high school. I once fell down a creepy pasta um. I love K hole one night in the middle of the night with all the lights off because I couldn't sleep. Not good. There was, it a, was um, not good. It started out with the Squidward thing. What the <laughs> the Squidward? So thing. there's this creepy pasta about Squidward's death that apparently like Squidward the cartoon. Spongebob? Yes, there's apparently this clip where like oh Squidward God. like beheads himself or something, some weird thing, On the and show? I was yeah, but it like aired for like a second and then didn't it i don't remember all of it but then there were like all these other creepypastas that were written from like a you know as if it was like one was a girl like writing like an email to somebody about something that was going on um kind of like you know aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights type of thing but it's creepier and then that one and i just it just it was too much i don't really understand what squidward has to do with it but i get it <laughs> yeah that's just where it, that's just where it started okay yeah. there is a um there's a a, sh- a horror short that is called uh smiling man <gasps> Mm. Uh, which is based on a creepypasta. Well, there's two horror shorts called Smiling Man. Oh. They're both very good. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a creepy mood and you have seven to 14 minutes to spare, watch them both. But there's one that's Smiling Man, parentheses, 2 a.m. That one is based off of a 
quote unquote mm-hmm. true story from Creepypasta where this guy gets like basically followed home by this dude. It's one of the scariest shits yeah. that I've ever seen it's like in a horror short because it's so it's one of those things that it's like a personal fear of mine mm-hmm. where like what do you do if there's someone that's like obviously following you? Do you walk slower? Do you walk faster? Do you turn around? Like you know, it's just mm-hmm. ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I, I think the shorts are more terrifying than any of like the full length movies that are out there at this point. Some of them. I, yeah. Some of yeah. them. I read a I read a creepy I think it was a creepy pasta once that really freaked me out and it was um it was about this like girl who like late at night she gets on the subway and there's only four other people on the train she sits down and um there's already two guys sitting across from her that look like kind of like bodyguards or police officers and in between them is this girl who's like sleeping she's like laying down sleeping and then there's a guy on the next row over across from her who looks really like fidgety and weird and like like he's stalking her and like the whole train ride is her like trying to figure out what she's going to do when she has to get off if this guy follows her and like how scared she is that he's like eyeing her up and down but these other two she's so grateful that these other two guys are there and they're like clearly like very intently like watching her and and keeping an eye on things and so finally at one stop the train stops and the doors open and the guy the creepy guy gets up and grabs her throws her over his shoulder and runs off the train and uh the other two guys start to chase them but uh end up not being able to keep up and the guy stops and takes her off his shoulder and goes thank god i was able to get you off that train that girl was dead and those guys were going to take you and it was like it was like it just like something about it like freaked me out i I just got chills (laughs) right no (laughs) i just got chills isn't that creepy (sighs) booga booga um so let's move on (laughs) back to the horror movies back to the horror movies okay give us pissy give us one of the other (laughs) movies i I have a lot of favorite horror movies but if i have to go with one i'm gonna say halloween because Mm. like classic 1978 halloween none of that rob zombie bullshit i will take halloween 2018 because that was a great movie that was that was very good very very good also halloween 2 underrated halloween 2 very underrated horror movie um uh, the whole the Halloween franchise is my favorite franchise. I think. Do you remember the first time you saw that movie? I do. I was at a friend's house uh, for Halloween, and um, how old were you? Ten. Okay, eight or ten. And for the first forty five minutes of the movie, I was like, "This is boring." And then uh, once the real action starts happening, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And since then, it has become. It started to feel like it. On actual, like, October 31st, it does not feel like Halloween until I have, like, had Halloween on, either sat down and watched it or been watching it in the background while I was doing something else. Like, I have to watch Halloween every Halloween. So you have to watch it on Halloween. On Halloween every year. Yeah. I remember Mm. I watched Halloween for the first time when I was, like, 10 or 11, and Mm -hmm. it was after I watched Scream because my parents... Thought it was a good idea to show me that at age nine, and then my my mom was always like a, a big into scary movies too, uh-huh. and she loves Halloween, and so she was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna!" It was like a Friday night. I think my sister was like sleeping over at her friends or something, and I remember we went to Blockbuster to get Halloween. And we went to the pizza place to get dinner before. And I was like, yeah, another horror movie. Like, so cool. Yeah, whatever. 
Um, and it was just me and my two parents. And I remember my mom just being like, you know, that can really happen. Like someone can really like escape from a mental hospital and just like kill people. Like that's totally realistic. And I, and it changed everything. I was no longer excited to watch the movie. I didn't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> I was looking for the exit. Like the, the whole, like I was real excited up until that moment and then everything changed and, uh, it wow. terrified the crap out of me. <laughs> oh, wow. You're like, can I just have pizza and watch the Care Bears? Yeah, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to seem like a punk, so I just went with it. But I, I slept in a what is it? A loft bed, uh-huh. and there was a window right next to where like my head would be. Oh no! And I had to like from that night on, I flipped the other way because I didn't want to be close because I kept just staring out the window, thinking like somebody's gonna. I'm gonna look out there and somebody's uh-huh. just gonna be standing there on my lawn, yeah. just ready to kill me. You know what movie did that to me was The Strangers. It was like the movie that finally made me realize i was like oh the this movie i could, like, watch yeah really fucking happen and it it's like fucking terrifying i agree but i was very disappointed because the movie opens with uh inspired by true events but it, it wasn't <laughs> it I was mean, a it lie kind of was it was inspired by uh uh the manson murders I mean, that's that a very sense. loose interpretation. Yeah, very, very loose. It is mm-hmm. loose. I, it is very loose, but it's not actually that far off. Daniel used to jump at the trailer. Like, I mean, we'd be it's watching. Scary. For what? The Strangers? For the, the remake. Not the remake. The, the sequel that they did recently. Yeah, I haven't no. watched the sequel yet. I heard it was bad. No, 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 ju- no I'm no, talking no. just about the commercial on TV where mm-hmm. she, like, there's someone that's like, why Stop. are you doing this? And all of a sudden a face comes nope. out from the darkness. It's like, because we can. It's like, <laughs> no, absolutely like, not. <gasps> but I'm, I'm nope. just so scared. The first one was so good. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it by I, like, watching a, a bad mm. sequel. And I've heard that it was not great. So yeah. I'm like, just the idea. It's like home invasion movies are mm. just not, they're not good for me. I can't, <laughs> they freak me out because they are far too plausible. It's but like, you live in such, you live in like a I good, don't safe I live in a home invasion. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you no, are the home invasion. I, I like that I can stand in one part of our apartment and see like, most 90 percent of it i don't like he regularly talks about what are we gonna do when we have a house and i'm like we can never (laughs) have a house we just can't like you need adt i need i need to have like cameras implanted in my head so i can get a feed from every room yes because i'm going to have to like watch and see what's going on in every room at all times because you're like, gonna be one of those people like my parents now that are obsessed with the app, the doorbell app, where you can mm-hmm. see. That's gonna be. You. Do your parents have it? Because yeah. like, what happens oh, if somebody that. just moves <laughs> into one of the rooms we don't use? Where the uh, did, oh, she showed you where because you can record like it goes to your phone. Yeah, she sent me a video where the uh, delivery guy. It, this was I think last winter. Uh, where he slipped on my parents' front <gasps> steps and then like like fully just like face planted and then was so pissed off that he just took the box and just slammed it on the ground and stomped off because he was so mad that he <laughs> fell. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> it was terrible, but I still have the video. Oh my god. <laughs> I wanna see this. That's terrible. <laughs> I hope they re-delivered. Um, yeah. um, it was your mom's like China, good China, yeah. good China. Her her little her little uh, her my precious her babies. Set. What what are Linda Belcher's her little crystal babies? She's like oh little babies. 
I don't know. I don't watch Bob the Snow Baby. You don't watch Bob. I used to. I used to, but we don't anymore. Why? I don't know. I know we should start. Mm-hmm. I know I love John Roberts. You don't understand. I knew who John Roberts was long before Bob's Burgers. Same. I know, Jackie. I know. Uh, can I tell Jackie, you, Jackie? I was just kidding, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Stephanie Berger lives here. You guys, <laughs> Stephanie Berger's house. Like I was obsessed. Can I tell you one of the best days of my life was the first Christmas we lived in our apartment. <laughs> I put up a our our first tree in our apartment and I posted a picture uh, and I was like, uh, I put it up with the caption, yeah, come over, see the tree. And I tagged John Roberts and he commented on the photo and he was like, oh, look at that tree. And I was like, uh, David was like in the bathroom. I was like, David! I was like, John Roberts commented on the photo! It was so, I was dying. I was like, oh my God. Pick up all of this shit. (laughs) Pick up all this shit. Who wants Bailey's? <laughs> <laughs> so, David, would you say your favorite? What, so your I favorite would have scary movie? Scream in Halloween. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm wondering is so it being your favorite because I could not sleep after I watched Scream. Like mm-hmm. I bought a VHS copy of it and I had <laughs> to return it because I could not sleep in my bedroom if the movie was in wow. the bedroom with me. <laughs> I had a really grainy bootleg of it that I was like, it's okay if this one lives here, but the rest of them, no. Like, really? And I had the, um, when they made the the covers with the different actor, like the, the with all the women from the movie, like yeah, they made yeah, a, yeah. a different one. And I think I had, uh, I think I had Courtney Cox because it was the only one that the video store had for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but I was like, you have to go. <laughs> I remember going into like, I forget what, what um, like movie thing it was. It was like one of those big, big ones. It wasn't like Sam Goody or any of those, but it was yeah. like one of the ones attached to that or something. Definitely. And I was like, <laughs> I know, I know it was, it was older than that. It was even older than that. But um, no, Sunco's stop video. guessing. Stop guessing. <laughs> um, I just remember going, going into the, the store and being like, I have my receipt. I get it. It's open. I will take store credit. You have to return. I, I have to give this back to you. Like, I will buy anything else. I promise. Did but they like, take it? Yes, they took it. Oh, that was I think that. back on it and I'm like, wow, that was just like completely you, you unnecessary. Could have just I thrown stopped down. answering the phone for a year after I watched the screen. Oh, my God. Wow. I Because my... I mean, I told you about the prank my parents pulled on me the night I watched it, right? No! I never told you guys this story. <laughs> no, but this is a perfect it's time a for you to story. share it. <laughs> so when I watched it the first time I was nine, it was like still in the theater. Mm-hmm. But my dad like knew a lady who knew a lady and got it on bootleg. Oh, VHS. there was a really good bootleg of it. Yeah. Because I watched it yeah. several times yeah. while so, it was still in so theater. So we got yeah. the bootleg. <laughs> And um, we watched it. I think my sister was too young at that point. Because if I was nine, then she was five. So she was doing something else. Yeah. And uh, I watched it. I was, like, really proud that, like, I made it all the way through. And uh, and it, of course, was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, but also, I couldn't stop watching. And yeah. uh, so then the movie was over. My mom went to the bathroom. My dad went wherever and uh and my sister i think was in her room sleeping at that point and i was like yeah i did it great whatever and then the phone rings and then 
the last thing you want to do after watching that movie is answer the phone. Right. So then I go to answer the phone. And for whatever reason, I was so scared that I had to convince myself that, oh, it's just grandma. Like, who else is calling at this time of night but grandma? It's it's just grandma. And, like, that's how I had the courage to even pick up the phone. Uh-huh. And I... <laughs> I picked it up, and all I hear is, do you like scary movies? And it was uh, not a cordless phone, so it hung on the wall. So I just let it drop and hang, and I ran to the bathroom where I knew my mom was, and I was banging on the door, and she comes in, she's like, what's the matter? And I was so scared that I, like, couldn't speak. I was like, the phone, and the guy, and the movie, and the thing, and she, like, and then I hear my dad come up from the basement with his cell phone in his hand, just laughing his ass off wow pointing and laughing at me and i was like sobbing i was so scared and i didn't pick up the phone again for a year because it took a year for us to get caller id (gasps) and that's only when i started picking up the phone again oh my god i really wanted to do this to zach because my my nephew just watched scream okay for the first time like a week ago Uh and uh my literally like all my siblings went over and we were like zach you're 11 it's time to watch scream and so we like sat him down and we were like you have to watch it's time to watch scream it's time it's time. Don't you? Eleven is far too old to be without having seen that movie. You don't understand. I did not watch that movie until I was in my twenties. <laughs> like when we met. Actually, I only really started. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I only really started watching scary movies after we met, and it's even then, the 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 torture I put my parents through. Because when I tell you I couldn't sleep, it was probably I saw Scream when I was twelve. I probably had like trouble sleeping until I was like sixteen. Really? Yes. Oh wow. I hope that's that where he is now, Zach is having trouble sleeping. (laughs) That's I I love him to death. I'm just like, we have to start him early or he's not gonna get hooked on horror movies. We have to get him now. You know, but didn't you say that he wasn't scared and he basically looked at it as if they were using rotary phones because they were like, What is this? Well, no, he he was scared during the movie and then afterwards he was like trying to like play it off all like I'm not scared I'm not scared and then I went to tuck him in and he was like oh just leave the light on just leave it on mm-hmm. like <laughs> mm-hmm. I started imagining like a like a shadowy figure walking past my my or like running actually past my bedroom like like, like what it Drew when, Barrymore yeah I was just gonna say in, in yeah. Casey's living room when yep. Ghostface like runs across and you can't even see the mask you just see the like figure that was the scariest yeah. shit that moment where you just see this sort of costume flowing in the wind behind him. Yeah. Ooh. I would say though that if I if I couldn't choose Scream and Halloween yes. as my favorite, I would say uh actually Rosemary's Baby like really fucked me up. Really? Ooh, yeah. Because I didn't watch it. I watched it way later. Like okay. I watched Scream and Halloween very early and yeah. Rosemary's Baby I didn't watch until I was in my 20s. And I remember it was just on TV super late at night like at 2 a.m. And I couldn't sleep and I was like, oh, I'll watch this thing. Like how scary could it be? It came out in the fucking so, 70s. Like whatever. <laughs> what were they doing back then, right? Fucked up shit. It fucked up shit. And so I watched it and I thought I was just going to fall asleep because I thought it was just going to be a boring, slow paced 70s movie. But I got so paranoid and like 
freaked out that I just ended up because it was since it was on TV there were commercials so it made it way longer so I I didn't go to bed till 6am and that was like with me trying to fall asleep after I finished the movie because it was so fucking scary. Really? It was, I thought it was so scary. Like, it, imagine, it messes with your head a lot. It does. Yeah. Like, imagine being her and, like, basically, it's just gaslighting the movie. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> and, and, like, it's just, it's just terrifying to me. And that's why I don't trust old people. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I saw Rosemary's Baby, like, probably in in my mid 20s and i i couldn't be scared by it because uh what's her name is that mia farrow yeah in, in that mia farrow looked so much like my ballet teacher from college that like the whole time i was like oh that's just my ballet teacher that's just kim Whittem. like it's fine <laughs> she's not really mia farrow's not the scary part <laughs> No, I know, but it was like, it's just like, there's something funny about the fact that, like, she looked like my ballet teacher. I was like, oh, she's gonna do pirouettes, it's fine. Like, it didn't, it didn't Pirouettes into insanity. Into insanity. <laughs> what was it done to his eyes? Daniel, what, um, what is your favorite scary movie? I don't really movie? have a favorite scary movie. Hmm. Technically. I, I mean. Can, I can tell you my favorite moment at a scary movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> okay. Was what that, movie was the, that? that was the Conjuring, Conjuring Two. two. The yeah, Conjuring two? with that like old man who was like yelling, "My house!" Yeah, and you were like, ah! like literally in a crowded movie theater, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> the best part was I go ah, and all I hear is. Ah! <laughs> that's always what happens you don't understand we went to see hustlers and there was a trailer for countdown mm-hmm. before and he was like screaming during the trailer just like ah, ah, like what even oh happened God. in that trailer i don't know i don't know but you were fucking screaming i get startled and very easily we went we went with miss jade and Jade and I were just like, because Daniel was sitting between us. Yeah. And we were just like looking at each other, like behind his back and stuff. Like, like. Oh, no. The thing is, I just, I get also, it's, I don't know if I get scared very easily or whatever, but I get startled very. You do. Very easily. Like, Robert could be sitting right next to me. And I know he's sitting there because he is right now. But he could just go, boo. And it's just very quiet. And I will just like jump out of my It's not even that. We live together in a small apartment. And I will walk into the kitchen while he's in there. And if his back is to me, I just assume he can hear me. Like, mm. I'm not I'm not a light-footed person. <laughs> you can hear me. Then I go to open the refrigerator door to pour myself some water, and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's me. I still live here. Didn't move out. Like Because hello. I'm so, like, lost in whatever I'm doing. Like, I am most of the time. I just, like, shut everything you out. You must be just so stressed all the time. Just I not am. knowing what's around the corner. You know, I really you am. constantly being followed by ghosts. Yeah. I mean, it was so much more fun when we first moved in because I like I was I was like hyper aware of it. So I would plan things like um, there was uh, for some reason, Amazon sent us. Oh, I hate this one. And the packaging (laughs) for some reason, instead of like instead of using like compressed air or whatever to like to put in there to protect whatever was in the box, they just basically like wrapped uh, wrapped some uh, like craft craft paper. paper. But it looked like a snake when you took it out because it was very like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I fed it. Daniel was in the shower. And so I like fed it over the curtain. 
curtain slowly. <laughs> and I was just like, and I was talking to him while like we were in, in the middle of a conversation. And I'm just like slowly feeding it over. I'm like, how much of this am I going to get over the thing before he notices? And he was washing sudden, his hair. All of a sudden he screams bloody murder. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Nailed it's, it. It's something that I I have guilt like to this day. I have guilt about it. Like I was showering before he came home from work today and I was like, he's going to, he's going to pick today. Like today's going to be the day that he's going to scare the shit out of me. And he's going to be like, I've planned this. I've planned this for years. Literally today, years. today, October, whatever day today is. <laughs> That's what the cameras That's are the in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I just have them ready my for when I get favorite, to scare him. My favorite thing that I did to him and I am so mad that I that like it didn't uh, like I wasn't able to fully like oh, do that. it. So I wanted to just I took he scared me in the shower once like he got me and the I literally time. he he scared me and without mm. thinking I grabbed the bar of soap and threw it at him. <laughs> I was like oh I have instincts <laughs> this is good. and I they're not to, him, to fall in a heap. I when I got out of the shower I said to him I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with your head. And I'm not even going to be there when it happens. <laughs> and and that was terrified for like a week straight. Because that was when it like it was really popular to like hire a clown to follow somebody. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and, like throw a pie in their face. Daniel is terrified of clowns. You know what the worst part of that was? That happened right around the time uh, I had started doing my Pennywise number. So I would be like going to work dressed <laughs> as a clown. <laughs> And when I say work, I mean like late at night at at bars. But I'd be like driving in my car with this like creepy clown face on, and people would be like, like staring at me like somebody what did it to is me. This and I was like, I'd, I'd I'd have to be like, and I was like, I'm gonna be the one that gets shot, the one who's like not doing anything. It was terrible. Well, so what I ended up doing is. Um, I found a, like a recording of a woman screaming and I inserted it in the middle of a song that he, I think it was like an Adore Delano song. That it Daniel probably was, like, was really, I think. Really, really, he was obsessed with it. And so I inserted a woman Don't judge me, David. Screaming bloody murder in the middle of an Adore Delano song and then synced it to his iPhone. Oh, but you didn't actually no. sync oh it. I didn't actually sync it. And then I was thinking, there was one night we were coming home and I was thinking about it and I started laughing uncontrollably and he started freaking out. He was yelling at me, what did you do? Did you hire a clown? Oh my God, oh my God, you hired a clown. And he started freaking out in the hallway and I was like, no, I didn't. And I ended up having to show him what I did because he was just like, I, and I was not like, oh, that's all tonight. No. Yeah. I was like, oh. That was like, oh, uh, that's a genius plan. That is I went, God's I went to Party City with Jiggly recently and <gasps> I was no. like, and I said to her, I was like, I should buy, because they had so many different Pennywise masks, like mm. different types. And I was like, I could buy one of these and just kind of like keep it in my it bedside table, to, yeah. like bedside table and just put it on in the middle of the night and just like freak him out. Because like, it doesn't take I would have killed him. <laughs> like, I think I would have like we just have, killed we ha- him. We have, um, you know how Jackie Beat has um, like the a sleep mask. mask. Yeah. I will put it on as a joke, thinking that he's going to see it and be like, ha, 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 ha. No, it's full on like, oh, oh my God, ha. I'm like, relax. It's the Jackie Beast. I don't like being startled. 
that's just like <laughs> that was or it's not my it's not my intention in that moment. The problem well. is you're always startled. I am. <laughs> I really him. am in just in a constant state of ah. <laughs> you're like a dog. You need a thunder mm-hmm. shirt. You need a thunder mumu. I told him <gasps> oh, a nice weighted mumu. A weighted mumu. <laughs> I would love that. Quilted. Um, I told him that I was thinking about offer. buying that mask, and he would not go to sleep that night until I confirmed for him that I did not buy it. How mm-hmm. did you confirm it? I just opened the drawer and was like, it's not. He also knows I'm cheap, so I wouldn't spend money on a gag mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I that's wouldn't. true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say if... I know you will. If I did have a favorite, I don't know if it's like a favorite movie, but I love the Insidious series. Mm. I just really, I I I like that it's rooted in things that have happened. I like that there is something to to read about in terms of the Warrens, and you know that they um, have been involved in so many. Like that's the Conjurings. If, no, but aren't they? They appear in the in the Insidious series no, as well. The same people aren't, aren't they all like right? Like no, the Conjuring universe it doesn't include the Insidious movies. They're made by the same people. James yeah, Wan worked on. Oh, both. so then it's the Conjuring that I'm thinking of. See, oh, yeah. it just. <laughs> Although I will say the first Insidious yes. had so many scary fucking mm-hmm. moments. Yeah, it was and scenes with that weird stuff. red and black thing hanging out there in the corner. There was weird yeah. red and black thing that was just like chilling behind Patrick Wilson's right ear. Mm-hmm. We call him Gregory in my family. <laughs> oh, like, no, that's Gregory. <laughs> he looks like a Gregory. <laughs> He's Gregory. And then there was the moment where she walks. Okay, so that this is my favorite. One of my favorite scenes when she walks into the mm. room and she can hear the uh, the monitor and it's like I'm hearing the voice and she like puts it up to her ear so she can hear and it's like Rah! and then oh, she like yeah. freaks out runs up the stairs and then you just see like a dude standing behind no that's that's a different moment whatever oh, both by of the, those by the bassinet me. Yeah. by yeah. the bassinet that's he's just standing there up. It's yeah. the scariest mm-hmm. thing. All of those, the whole combination. Or the, when she's I, just doing amazing. her laundry and then you just see a fucking chi- Victorian child just run past. Mm-hmm. like yeah. For me, see, for me, the scariest moment in that part is when she's like doing stuff throughout the house and like nothing has happened yet. And she walks through the laundry room and most people like didn't even notice the kid is standing facing the wall when she mm-hmm. walks through, but she doesn't notice him. Yep. She walks through the room and like, honestly, if you weren't looking for it, you'd probably miss it. But um, I remember I went to see that movie with my friend Adam uh, and our friend Tom. And Tom is like, you, Daniel, frankly, mm. he is very easily startled. We were watching Insidious. And at one of the scary points, Tom leaned into me and he goes, couldn't we have just gone to see Rio? And <laughs> <laughs> And then when it got to that part with the little like the kid standing against the wall, I I had seen the movie before, so I knew it was coming. And Tom was standing there, and she walks through the room, and I knew Tom saw it because he he literally just reached for my arm and went, <gasps> and I was like I was like he caught it good. <laughs> it's just they're really scary, and I think kind of the 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 two series combined are just they're great, they're they really are. good. I mean, and then they you know they made Oculus, which was garbage yeah you watched that one by yourself oculus Oculus? yeah are you sure yes because that's not the same universe no no it's not no it's not it's not supposed to be the same universe it was one of those from the people that brought you yeah Yeah. sometimes they just mean the studio 
Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like it was this. I don't know if James you have Wan to be. You have to. You have James Wan might have produced it, but he might yeah, have but it, yeah, yeah, he didn't. They it, were sure. they were definitely involved in the making of the film, and it's a great concept about this evil mirror. It but is, it's just like it gave weak. me a headache mm. because I was just so confused. I, I remember, mean, it was very convoluted. I remember choosing not to watch it and like deciding I'm going to take a nap instead, mm-hmm. and coming out and seeing his face as the movie was ending, and he was like, "That was terrible." It was, and I'm like, "My nap was amazing." <laughs> visually it was, it was visually it was really great and like again the concept is really amazing but it was just garbage it's so huh. funny because you would assume that I'm the one who's pushing us watching horror movies all the time and Daniel's like no 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 but it's always me who's like yeah I don't want to I don't feel like being scared today I kind of feel mm-hmm. like laughing or whatever like mm-hmm. and Daniel's always like oh I really want to watch like he's been really wanting to watch the new Annabelle movie which I've heard is mm-hmm. good I just oh, the I idea watch I would watch it mind yeah. you I hate dolls like the idea they, of a haunted doll for me does not do it it's, for me. So I grew up, scare you? I no. grew up with porcelain mm-hmm. dolls in like every corner of our apartment because my mother loved them and they freaked me the fuck out. So you don't hang out in our Kiki's apartment? That's different. Those are Barbies. I'm talking about oh, porcelain I, I babies. I all kinds of dolls. No, no it's mostly Barbies. No, it, it, Barbies. it's yeah. like porcelain baby dolls. So oh. like, that's why Chucky freaked me the fuck out growing up. Yeah. And I had a red-headed yeah. cabbage patch kid that you know you could like order them it was actually just chucky from the rug and well no he was dressed in like a yankees in like a yankees uniform and that's when chucky came out and i was so freaked out by it that you know where this is going right i love this story so much so my mother at one point was like where where did he and they of course they named him alex which my middle name is alexander so Mm. you know I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. But anyway, they got me this redheaded yarn doll. and Or anyway. And I was like, I don't know where it is. And I was like, where is the doll? Like, where'd it go? And so I had this bed that um, was like a captain's bed. So it was like lofted. And so mm. you had drawers in a cabinet. And she opens the cabinet. And the dolls, all you saw was like little cabbage patch feet <laughs> sticking out. Because I, in my mind... So I took the doll's clothes off, hid them in a drawer, and I stuck the doll under the bed in the cabinet because I was like, if he's naked, where's he going to (laughs) go? He has no clothes. I feel like this story is just not like, and my mother was like, why did you take, where are his clothes? And I'm like, you told me the first time you told me that story, you said it was because you thought if he was, if he was a a live doll, like if he had a spirit in him, that he would be too embarrassed because he was naked to actually come out and do anything. Exactly. That's why you took his clothes. Yeah. That's, you know what? But there is a logic to that. Yes. That's, right? That's really yeah. smart. You know what's weird about this story? <laughs> it like, but I also based... made sure the clothes were like too far away for him to get <laughs> to go run easily because they were in the top drawer and he was too short. If I had been your psychotherapist <laughs> when you were a child, I was like, this child is either going to grow up to be like the the kinkiest fucker you've ever met or a serial killer like this there's and I'm no just hearing a muumu <laughs> can't be naked I, exactly has to be I can't go very far <laughs> but yeah I, and my mother was just she just looked at me and was like really <laughs> seriously and she's you like body shamed your raggedy no animal. my mother looks at me and she said and I don't think I've told you this part she goes 
if the doll wanted to kill you, it doesn't care that it's, it's naked. naked. And then the doll got thrown out. Because <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute, that is not. And my mother was just trying to like rationalize it, like saying like, this is really ridiculous. But she did the opposite of making you yeah. feel better. Basically, I was like, oh, shit. You mean my clever defense system yeah. is worthless? I didn't, like, he was in the cabinet under where I slept, so it was just very easy. You know, if he wanted to like do something, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I. Mm -mm. In the nation of Daniel, we don't have prisons; we just have nudist colonies. Exactly. (laughs) If they're naked, they won't go kill people. I don't really care for things like that. (laughs) Although we have watched all of the um, child's play movies, and I really enjoy them now. Mm. So it doesn't really freak me out because I am old enough to understand what's going on. Um, We didn't watch all of. We watched the newer ones. Did we watch the first one as well? I watched the first one by myself and decided it was terrible. And then we watched the two most recent uh, sequels. Um, I think it's like Curse of Chucky and like, mm. I don't the know. Clan of Did Chucky? You see the Clan remake? of Chucky. Yes, and it was really good. It like, they're really, definitely it's, it's, onto that's what something. I keep hearing, it's, it's but so I can't fucked imagine. up on a completely different level because it's not it's like. It's a completely different story. Yeah, it's, a yeah. different it's not like supernatural at this I just point, have such which a makes hard it like. Time much more plausible. Like, going from Chucky Chucky to like this Wi Fi thing. I don't know. It's just weird. It's not it's that. It's not even that. It's not that. It's, it's, it's not that at all, but it's very. It works. Yeah. It's it's completely like bizarre and like absurd in its mm-hmm. own way, almost like the original was, mm. but in a more uh threatening way, yeah. I would say. Because it's plausible. Yes, because it's totally when things plausible. become plausible, they be that's why home invasion movies. <laughs> no, like that movie Creep with the uh, with the with the wolf mask guy. Mm-hmm. Was it creep? Yeah. No. No, yeah, that's you're creep. thinking of um, you're thinking of your next. No, Mm-mm. no, I know what you're talking the about, guy, Daniel. the guy who of cry wolf. No, no. he has one. He, ha- he has a wolf mask where this guy comes, like his car broke down or something like that. I thought it so, was he goes up there to help the guy with something. Either way, he's in a house alone with this guy who seems pretty like innocuous and like at first, at first, and then he turns out to be, I mean, for a creep, mm-hmm. and is like chasing him around his house in like a wolf mask, and it's really fucked up. It's, I don't remember the movie being like that, but I also don't remember really like enjoying the movie. It wasn't a very isn't it a found footage movie? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It, it totally is? is. I've kind of grown. Oh, because he's recording film. himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I, I think he went up there to like film something for this guy. And oh, yes, you're what, absolutely right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because I started watching it and I remember being like, eh, this is. It's really messed it up. It wasn't though. like doing anything for me. It yeah. was one of the few times as an adult where I was like, oh my God, I'm totally a horny teenager. Because when he gets in the bathtub and you <laughs> yeah. see his pubes for like half a second, I was like, oh, I'm awake. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to recommend some horror movies. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. 
Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. And we're back. And it's time to, well, no, we're, we were going to go right into recommending horror mm-hmm. movies. But Daniel wants to share a truly scary so, movie. There's a movie that scared me so badly because it was just like, I just didn't like it. Like, it just, it, I didn't like the concept. I thought it was just too much. I heard but, of Huckabees. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> um, Out of Africa. Just every Wes, is that a Wes Anderson movie? Uh, I yeah, know. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, is it? Yeah. No, I have very few of it. all these movies are horror movies. I can only handle like two. <laughs> I can only handle like three, like a handful of them. Um, no, it's Sinister. Have you ever seen really? that movie? Okay, so with here's the videotapes? how I feel about Sinister. Right, I have conflicting feelings about Sinister as a movie. Terrible. The ending was terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The 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 premise was like whatever, but. Within this movie, for those of you at home who have not watched it, mm-hmm. uh, the main character who is played by Ethan Hawke finds these basically snuff films mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the attic of the new house that he just moved into, which happens to be a house that he moved into specifically because a murder occurred there. Yeah, who brings their family to a murder house? Well, he was writing about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He but, was like a true, true but crime But he didn't writer. tell his family this. No. Right. That's the like. That's rude. Yeah, but it's also something I would <laughs> that's do. That's rude. Um, so the what they show the films in the film is very mm. meta. But those snuff films are so they're scary terrifying. and messed up. It's only like a I would say a collection of like twenty minutes of mm-hmm. an hour and twenty minute movie. But it's basically. It has to do with this like demon creature thing I mean, that possesses I don't care about these spoiling families it. to to hurt themselves and hurt others. Yeah, but but well, the kids in particular, the kids That's in particular. The, but what's really scary about it? The thing about it is that like it doesn't really cut away, and it the way that it's filmed and it looks really grainy, and mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it's made to look like it's. Uh, it's recorded on actual film. So there's just this mm-hmm. like gritty realism to it. And it like combined with not cutting away. It's just really that 20 minutes of that movie was so messed up. The rest of it was terrible, but, but just yeah. for that chunk, did you ever see it? We watched, we watched it together. Oh, okay. every Do you time. Wasn't it? So it like really disturbed mm-hmm. me. I remember being uncomfortable with it. Um, but I also, purposely never watched the movie eight millimeter because I knew it was about a snuff film. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, really? I don't. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I know I'm not going to be able to sleep. Wait, after that. Eight, eight, millimeter. Oh, eight, eight millimeter. Eight I was millimeter. Thinking, I was thinking eight mile. And I was no. like, what? you were like, yeah, I you thought it was that? about mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but those, those, those bits are the ones that really freaked me out. And, and just like the, I mean, even the whole lore behind it, I thought was just like really, I mean, sinister, right. About this, yeah demon possessing a child and causing them to kill their family and then their themselves eventually but just like especially the one where the the kid 
chains everybody to the deck chairs and yeah and then mm-hmm. drags the deck chairs into the pool it just yeah. feels so uh, real yeah it's they're like just uncomfortable it's, just and it's unsettling like it it was one of the it was basically the only good thing that they did in this movie because mm-hmm. you felt like ethan hawk discovering these things that you shouldn't be watching yeah. Yeah. and open and like essentially opening a pandora's box yeah in a way which i think is what always scares me about uh, a lot of these kind of more supernatural paranormal horror movies, which I also kind of like about them, is this idea that, like, just because, like, you leave something, just because, like, you move or you destroy something, you're destroying something that's intangible to begin with, hmm. right? And so I, I really, well, not that I like this idea, but I think it's an interesting device in horror movies that, you know, this thing has latched itself onto you. It's parasitic. And I think that that is, for me, what really um, attracts me, but also kind of, like, keeps me away from certain horror movies is because that, to me, just makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, why wouldn't some, you know, invisible, like, intangible thing not be able to attach itself to you? Mm. You burned its house. Where's it going to go? Well, You know, like, I... You know, these tapes, they're floating around. Mm-hmm. And they're not even actually being filmed with a real camera. They're created. Like, because I think that was it also. Like, they weren't... Um, I didn't even remember because the it, rest of it was so terrible. Yeah, it's what yeah. the kid was seeing. It wasn't like, you know, th- like he didn't have like a little oh, camcorder. Know, <laughs> so it's just very, it's very like creepy to me. And so anyway, that movie really scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So that's a good, you would say that that is a good movie to watch this halloween sure season. it's really messed up mm. and i think there was a second one as well but, but it wasn't couple, as good. Yeah. yeah and also that demon's very creepy at the end it was creepier mm. when you could barely see it in the snuff films yeah, when I you agree. got a good mm-hmm. look at it at the end it was like oh this just looks like a I mean, slipknot kind of looked like the crow <laughs> like whatever <laughs> but that's what i mean the the movie encasing mm-hmm. these snuff films was awful but just that 20 minutes was so messed up and disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. I would just watch it for that. And then when they're done, you don't even have to finish the rest of them. Yeah, don't it's even, it's it. not worth it. Yeah. Um, why don't we save people some money and go around the table and say horror movies that like just came out that are terrible. Just like do not watch them. We don't need to talk about the plot or anything. But Oh, God. It Chapter 2. It, it Chapter, chapter two. 2. The don't Nun. The Nun. Oh, The Nun, the nun was, was terrible. So, I'm upset at that. Yeah. Know. Um. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, oh I like no. it. I would say that go was see fun. it. But I would say go see it and don't expect it to be like a terrifying mm-hmm. movie. It's Are You Afraid of the Dark, the movie. That's yeah, basically, yeah. But that's what the stories were like. Yeah. If I just, you, so I really Did you read that. them as a kid? No. Oh, yeah, I think why. you had to oh, have... that's why. The, the stories were scary for a kid, mm-hmm. but they but were also written for campy. Kids, yeah. Yeah. They were the, like a little campy, a little silly. But the movie existed in this weird area where it was like they were trying to scare you... Like, they were trying to create these scares as if you were an adult, but they felt so juvenile. Mm-hmm. I wish that they had taken them a little bit more serious. And I don't know, I just, I felt like there were there were so many strange elements to the stories. And I get that the stories are supposed to be, uh, like, absurd on purpose. Mm. But the way that the, I feel like the movie could have done a better job of, uh, of like, taking them seriously. I guess. So. I, th- I think the problem that, that occurs is that, the stories were written for kids, but they were written for kids of our generation. And right. that generation mm-hmm. right. has now grown up. Right. So it's like, 
well, how do you appeal to a bunch of kids who have a soft spot in their hearts for like who have a nostalgia for these stories mm-hmm. that they love, right. but that are not actually scary stories? How do you translate that into um, a movie now? And not only that, but like the stories were not really particularly intertwined in the books. So it's like, oh, how yeah. do you make it? How do you make it? something that is cohesive in a, in a, in terms of mm-hmm. a movie and also appeals to a group of adults who have a nostalgia yeah. for this childhood thing. So I do get why it's not as scary as it probably could be. I do think that so, there are some moments in the movie that are legitimately creepy and scary. I mean, the Scarecrow. Uh, the was... Scarecrow is creepy. I think the... Um, the woman. The, the, the meatball thing. What meatball? Oh, that, one, that part was creepy. That one actually creeped me out a yeah. lot. I wanted the toe? to... The yeah. toe? Oh, that's one of the scariest stories in that whole oh, yeah. like, well, book series, the, I think. The, oh. the woman in white, I wanted to film that scene and be like... Drag race, uh, like drag race meet and greet. Am I right? Like, <laughs> because that's what. Oh, the pale woman. The pale woman. The pale oh woman. yeah. I was like, this is totally a drag race meet and greet. Yeah. But um, also, the closer but... she got, the more she looked like. Um, <laughs> that 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 Japanese. Um, <gasps> I know who you're talking about, Momo. Well, no, just that 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 style. Oh my God, what's his name? How who he did Hell's Moving Castle and um, um oh Spirited Away. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Why can't I think of names? Well, him. Yeah, it it was it looked like a little like bit. one of well, the 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 characters that you'd see. I will in those say films. for for scary mo- scary stories to tell in the dark. As someone who read the stories when I was a kid, the stories were always campy and they weren't really mm-hmm. the scariest things. Mm-hmm. The right. illustrations that accompanied the stories were, were fucking scary. terrifying. Yeah, because they're all these like ink drawings. Yeah. And they look like forensic things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that they made it as scary as they could wh- without changing the mm-hmm. stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if they, you're saying take it more seriously, but if they did anything else to it, it just would, it would be a different story. Well, yeah. no, I think that the stories could have been creepy. I just think that as film, as a film, like filmmakers, they could have done a better job of like the, um, the woman, the, the woman in white could have been a little bit, creepier when she finally got up to them or um the like they're just there there were so many elements to the stories in the movie i mean also the idea that as someone who didn't read the the book um or the stories uh i was confused as to why they were all intertwined because i had always understood that it was just a book yeah Yeah. scary i think they just tried to make an overall narrative arc and that's what i mean Mm -hmm. it feels like they did the best that they could without changing the source material because we know anytime you change the source material yeah. something people mm-hmm. love the fanboys go ape shit yeah. but I think of it more of like it's a good spooky October movie mm-hmm. for someone that wants something in the category of like Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town yeah. mm-hmm. it like got the fall vibe for me without I, being scary. I, I agree with that. It mm-hmm. really got, it was like not particularly scary, but definitely like got me in the mood for Halloween. I think for kids, it would be scary. Yeah, I I oh. would say that the, the movie is, I I would say the movie is like, you know, like family mm-hmm. friendly almost. And almost, I think yeah. that was what, I I'm mean, pretty sure that was. I, I feel like a fucked up family. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> but I also I, the, the, I the whole like, like water um, poisoning thing was very interesting to me. Okay, like, that was very odd. Um, water poisoning. I just mm-hmm. 
I don't remember that. Part. Yeah, I don't remember that part either. But um, I just I'm I'm what I'm trying to say is like I think for teenagers like their or like uh you know someone where it's like their first horror movie, I feel like this is perfect mm-hmm. yeah. because it's a good like starter horror movie. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Whereas Agreed. I feel like most of us started off with a movie like Scream, <laughs> and then well, I because my parents failed me. Wow. I mean, that's <laughs> terrible. I, and I think that I became obsessed with that genre of horror movies, and there was all this garbage that followed it, but it scared the shit out of me because I was just like, it was like I was op- reopening that wound. Yeah. You know, like, I know what you did last summer was a ridiculous piece of shit, but the fact that I was like, oh my God, I just watched mm-hmm. this movie and then now I, I bought the bootleg at the fucking swap meet. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to scare the shit out of myself over and over and over yeah. again. And then I watch these movies in a, as an adult and I'm like, what was I so scared of? I don't understand. Well, I do. Th- like, even as an adult, I think Scream is scary. I'm not talking about Scream. <laughs> I'm not talking about Scream. It, and it took me watching Scream high to finally be like, oh, this movie's funny. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. it's very Kevin, campy. Kevin Williams yeah. is... is He's such a, a talented writer. And I have to say, yeah. the other one that I enjoy the most, other than the first one, is the fourth one. Mm. Uh, yeah. I just the thought... second one is also really yeah, good. Yeah, the is. second one is. And the, the third the, one, the me. third one has plenty of problems, don't get me wrong. But, but they are Posey. all made up for by Parker well, Posey. She saves the movie. The I whole just, thing. The My one, lawyer liked that. As much as I did. I love how crazy Emma Roberts is in the fourth one. Because oh. I... I wasn't expecting it. And oh, the scene so where good. she's like totally unhinged. Hmm. I'm just oh, not an Emma so Roberts gr- fan. I don't uh, think she's a yeah, good actress. I think she's I wasn't very underrated. I'm not really either. <laughs> I you know who I was terribly underrated. Really? I wish that Wes Craven was still here so that we can get mm-hmm. our Hayden Panettiere scream spin off. I agree. But that's never going to happen. Oh, now. she was so good she in, um, so in Heroes. Good. Yeah, well, I, she, I, oh, I, I never watched show. shows, but great, uh, back to show. Scream. Yes. I, <laughs> I I would love for there to have been a Scream 5, but I'm glad. I, I would not want to ever see a Scream movie that was not directed by Wes Craven. Agree. And so, sadly, we won't get any more. I also don't want any more that were not written by Kevin Williamson. Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, anyway, the, the guy who wrote Scream 3 directed Dumbo. <laughs> I so, thought it was a Tim Burton movie. Oh, he wrote Dumbo. I'm sorry. Um, he wrote Scream, wrote Dumbo. So, which is like weird when you think about it. Mm. Um, avoid, avoid, capital A, avoid the TV series. Scream? Yes. Oh, That's yeah. That was avoid, really bad. Yeah. Avoid it completely. The first, the first season isn't terrible, but it it's like... It's like diet scream. Like it's all there, but it's not like I don't know. It's also not interesting. It's something that's spread out over so many episodes. I guess I like the like movie format. I guess avoid I think it just works better. The we stopped watching at some point during season two. The most recent one that came out that has like Mary J. Blige in it. <laughs> that one is a hot piece of garbage. Really? Like do not, do not. And you know, something really? that my sister Sam it. said that I really agree with wholeheartedly is that kind of the downfall of having an MTV scream is that the original scream kind of set out to poke fun at the MTV generation, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and 
it almost like came back full circle and is now no longer ironic. And so it's lost this sarcasm that made it so interesting because the the great thing about Scream was not only the horror, but it was the sensibility. It was this self-referential kind of sarcastic tongue-in-cheek sensibility that Kevin Williamson achieved. Yeah. And... And then to have a TV series produced by MTV, by the people it was essentially making fun of, that have now kind of co-opted it, it, it loses what made it so special. Right. I yeah. think. And right. I think my sister was absolutely right. It was a really astute um, observation. And it, again, one of the reasons I think that my sister is so unbelievably intelligent and she gives such nuanced critiques. I really have a lot of respect for her. That's I agree. <laughs> There's there's one episode in particular from the first season that where I was like, okay, they've they have something here. It was like probably the fourth episode in. Um, so if you're gonna watch an episode, that's the one. But, uh, but don't get your hopes up because that's yeah, it. <laughs> it just I was so excited for it. But anyway, let's recommend some movies. Um, I have three. Okay. New ones? Newer. They don't have to be they don't have to be new. I don't know why Not I, brand I added spanking. That. But you're saying like maybe things that people haven't heard of before and or yeah. haven't seen before. Yeah. Okay, so my, my three. I hope that yours isn't one of the ones that I was going to It probably about. is cuz I have a feeling I know what it is. Uh, okay. So one is uh The Taking of Deborah Logan. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen that, I don't think. You haven't? I thought I watched it with you. Did we oh, watch I've it together? I think we did. If so we did, I don't really remember. It's a found footage movie, which I know that you're not super into, but it's uh, it's about a woman who is older, and she basically is showing signs of dementia, okay. and there's uh, a crew, quote-unquote, of like two or three students that are doing a school project about um, Alzheimer's and dementia and, and all that stuff. And so they... Uh, go to this woman's home and uh, you know they've they've been allowed to film her for a short amount of time while she like goes through this process so you know whatever and so as they're doing it basically it's a really clever device because like old people can seem creepy especially as a younger person Mm -hmm. because those signs of dementia uh, when looked at in a different light can feel like a possession Mm -hmm. almost because they're not really in control of their mind or their body sometimes Mm -hmm. and vice versa. So basically she is sort of going through this possession, but they're thinking of it in the context of, of dementia Dementia. and age. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's sort of this like, weird push and pull in the beginning of the movie where you're not really sure where it's going and what's actually real and what's not. Right. And, and is she just being creepy or is she just going through a tough time? Mm. Um, and then it like shifts. And the woman that plays Deborah Logan, the, the, the star of the, the student's film is like so good at being like super fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. And then in, in like no time, she is, it's just a sweet old woman. And, and, it's just, it's just really, I really enjoyed it. I really mm-hmm. liked it. It was a surprise to me that I enjoyed it as much as I did because it didn't really get a lot of like fanfare, mm-hmm. um, at least that I can remember. So that was one. Mm-hmm. The other uh, is uh, another found footage movie, uh, The Last Exorcism. Okay. That I really liked. And I also liked it because the convention was a little, it was a good setup, which is like, there's this guy who is, uh, he's a fake, he's a scammer, mm-hmm. and he 
uh, acts as if he can like go and exercise people that are possessed. But he, you know, he talks to the camera in the beginning of the movie, and he's like, "Yeah, these people just like it's all psychosomatic. Like I just have to go in and then just sprinkle some water on them and read some things out of a book, and you know, suddenly you know they feel like they." are not possessed anymore so therefore you know they're not and i get my money mm -hmm. and so he goes to this house and then this basically it, it turns out that this girl is actually possessed and they're sort of following through that so mm -hmm. that was really good mm -hmm. um and then the last one uh is not a found footage movie it's called the autopsy of jane doe which mm. funny enough the director same director that did uh scary stories to tell in the dark hmm. but this one was actually really creepy and scary it is a really it's good movie. really good and i'm like surprised that more people or at least that i know like haven't really seen it or mm -hmm. heard about it too much but it's it's this father and son that work in a morgue and then this body comes in of this girl and they're they're like basically just doing an autopsy on her, but like weird things start happening. There are weird markings and things that they're finding in the body and they're trying to figure out how she died and like, what is her story? Who the hell is she? Mm -hmm. And like, it just, there's just some really, really cool, creepy mm. moments in it that like, I really, really liked it. So those are my three. The way it unfolds is really cool. I like that movie a lot. I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Um, I'll also give three, and I'll I'll keep it as brief as I can. Okay. Um, the first two are actually horror comedies. Okay. They uh, one is called Cooties, which is really really great. It stars uh, Rain Wilson and Elijah Wood, and there's a few other people in it who's who I can't really remember. Do you remember who any of the other stars are? Those are the only ones that I remember. Rain Wilson is Dwight from The Office. Yeah. And Elijah Wood, obviously, we all know who Elijah Wood is. Um, and it's basically about uh, an elementary school where all the teachers end up finding out that um, the kids have turned into zombies. And they are trying to fight their way out of the school through this like horde of zombie children. And it's a horror comedy. It's really, really great. You should absolutely go watch it. The second one is another horror comedy, which is like even more B-movie camp. But you have to watch it because it's so good. It's called Attack of the Killer Donuts. Nope. Oh, yes. We started it and couldn't do it. You couldn't do nope. it? Yeah, I don't remember even starting that movie. We started it and we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I all, loved all it. All the production value of a of a 80s porno. Like, But that's what I like <laughs> about it. It's so, like, B-movie. Like, it reminds me of, like, the OG Evil Dead a little okay. bit. And, like... It's just so campy and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It's funny. I love it for that because there's like the old like diva lady and, and yeah. it's just like it's so silly. It's basically about this kid who works at a donut shop and his uncle is like a mad scientist and comes up with this like reanimating uh, serum and somehow the serum gets dropped into the donuts, the donuts at this yeah. kid's work and the donuts like come alive and start killing people. And it is so good. I'm going to over I'm going to veto your 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 <laughs> hatred even, of the movie we didn't even watch it we like we made it 10 minutes in and i was like i can't do this this is ridiculous watch it again but watch it as like a comedy instead of a horror movie and yeah. you will mm -hmm. i think you'll absolutely love it watch yeah. it like it's like a divine horror movie okay like a horror movie starring the amazing divine yes My, maybe a little high oh yeah definitely oh, get stoned for before sure. you watch Always. it 
Um, and my third movie is a for real horror movie uh, that is an anthology movie called Trick or Treat. Oh, and if you have watched yeah. it, you absolutely have to. It is like every Halloween, I watch Hocus Pocus, I watch Halloween, and I watch Trick or Treat. Yes. It, that is my. Is that the one with the little pumpkin kid? It is. His name is yeah. Sam. He's and so cute. He is, and you know what's funny? I was, I was talking to uh, my sister, Sam, about this the other day. Um, it's one of our favorite movies. Sam was actually the one who showed me Trick or Treat. And uh, I have since done a lot of research about it because I love it. It's such a great anthology. And the way that mm-hmm. the stories tie together is so well done. The director, the guy who who wrote and directed it and created it, actually came up with it. And it was originally an animated short that he did uh, for film school. And it's so amazing to see how it came about. It was like this love letter to Halloween that there that there was like he was like, well, you look at Christmas and it has Santa and you look at Easter and it has the Easter mm-hmm. bunny. But there was no like definitive iconic character for Halloween. And so he was like, yeah. I'm going to make one. And that's where this character Sam came from. Mm-hmm. And Sam is this little like trick or treating goblin who uh is there to remind everyone what the rules and the and the regulations of ha- of Halloween are and how and he is there to make sure that everyone is following the rules and celebrating the way they're supposed to and if you don't you're going to be punished in true Halloween fashion he's going to fucking kill you right. and so it's like <laughs> it's it's such a great 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 horror mm-hmm. anthology and if you yeah. haven't seen it you need to go watch it and right it now and it straddles this like weird line of like almost in some ways, you're like, oh, well, this could veer into more of a, like a family-friendly Halloween space, but then goes the complete opposite way and yeah. creeps you out so much. Yeah. The story with yeah. the kids on the bus oh, is yeah. like so creepy. So and, creepy. And, like, or the dad with the chocolate. That one was more funny. That but that one was, that was more funny like, to me. But like, but, but that's it, what I'm it saying. Kind like, of weaves in and out of funny and mm-hmm. creepy and gross. And, and that's what I love about it. it. Kind of, it almost has that Kevin Williamson path where it's like oh we're this is kind of funny and cute and this is legitimately scary Mm -hmm. and creepy and and the imagery is just so it's like everything you want to see when you walk out the door on october 31st Mm -hmm. it's like the colors and the tone of the movie and the it like you watch it and you can almost feel the chill in the air when you're watching it and that honestly is one of the things i really liked about scary stories to tell in the dark is like i watched it and i was like oh this makes me feel those feelings of like oh the classic halloween Mm -hmm. that's really what i love about it so yeah. those are my three movies. I really love um, anthology movies because you get a it's like you get a, a, a you get to take a breath between mm-hmm. uh, scares and you get different tastes. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, you you get to take a taste of one scare and uh-huh. then you, then you get your um, what's it called your sorbet and your palate like, cleanser your palate cleanser yeah. and you you go and do something else and it's like but then at the end of the at the end of the meal you're like oh this was a great meal when you put it all together yeah. and that's kind of what trick or treat is for i think trick or treat is the best horror anthology like by far better than vhs or oh god any of those oh, my Lord. those ones i i think although i will say the first story in vhs with the girl is like is really good yeah you did the motel? I'm yes. not really. I'm not oh, really a fan no. of VHS. No. All right, let's. let's okay, not. whatever. I, I really like. So it was whatever. just. It was way it's too okay. freaky. I just, I just it's could, not like. Yeah, too I, freaky. That's what I liked about it. It was just. It made me sick. It's just that that like 
just the way it's filmed, I didn't like it. All right, mm. what's your recommendation? Um, <laughs> well, I would say Carrie, which is an amazing um, movie. Yeah. Um, it's just, ah, it just is. Um, and I would watch the original and the remake because I the kind of, remake I haven't I watched actually it, really, so I, I actually judge. really enjoyed the remake. Um, I haven't seen it. If I'm being honest, I thought that uh, Julianne Moore was really good as the mother. I could imagine she like, would be. She was I mean, like the best great. part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but you there's also have to specify, but the original several remakes. Are well, they there really talking there about the one you're talking? I'm not talking about the sequel. The sequel was a piece of garbage. Yes, I there was a TV it. version that was oh. a remake. No, um, I'm talking about the theatrical. I mean, like the 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 sequel was fun because it came out around the time of all of those weird slasher movies, and mm-hmm. also like the scene with the tattoo was kind of cool. But <laughs> um, no, I, you're talking about the one with who's that young actress? The girl from Kick Ass. I can't think of her name. Yeah, um, oh, isn't it the one? That... Isn't it Chloe Grace Moretz? Yes, that's yes. Who it is. is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She's on I... Thirty Rock. Oh. That's where I know her oh. from, Thirty Rock. Well, I really, I really liked the remake. Um, yeah, I yeah, thought it was good. To, stick to the original. Yeah, well, the original, yes, <laughs> but there was just something interesting about the remake for me. Um, and I would also uh, recommend Maniac with Elijah Wood, which is a Ooh, re. That was good. It, it, what is that about? It is. So it was in 2012, and he. It's it's really hard. Like he his he owns a mannequin store, and he's a maniac. Yeah, and he's and he uh, like abducting. He abducts it's women. Like, imagine a young Buffalo Bill. Yes, oh. sort of. Yeah. And it's the it's, origin story. Yeah, it's actually a really good movie, and I think what makes it even more jarring is that it's like it's Elijah Wood. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's Huckleberry Finn. Like, yeah. like doing really like you know mm. scalping people and shit. Like oh it, it's a really really messed up movie. Well, he's yeah. popped up in but two recommendations. Yeah, exactly. So Maybe he's um, the sleeper scary movie actor. Mm-hmm. I was just yeah. listening to a podcast this afternoon. Actually, in the car on the way here, we were listening to a, a podcast called Spooked. That is kind of like some of them are really good, some of them are not as good. But uh, I've been listening to it. it's my like annual Halloween podcast and they were talking about how elijah wood and someone else just started like a horror podcast i'm pretty sure yeah they were talking about that but i can't remember i can't remember what the name of the podcast was or what the name of the other person was but um it might have been james blum from blumhouse i can't remember Hmm. uh i'm gonna look it up right now yeah i can't remember i love blumhouse movies they they have a a good um yeah they have a they have a good sensibility and also before we get too far from it going back to carrie for a second if you have not checked this out you should absolutely check out carrie the musical starring betty Excuse buckley me? oh yes no oh, yes there was a carrie the musical starring definitely told you about this starring betty buckley who was the original grizabella in cats and who also was the therapist in um split did you see that movie oh yeah. Ooh, i did not enjoy that movie that she was, was the one. therapist that was, that was far too scary but she plays uh carrie's mother in carrie the musical <gasps> and you should oh absolutely she know. would do a good job the whole the whole show is on youtube and you should go watch it wow. immediately well and then the last one i'm going to recommend and it's just it's a terrible it's awful but it's very fun is the gay bed and breakfast of terror <laughs> what? what it you, is you two need to watch this you clearly i can't even describe the plot to you it's there's a bed and breakfast it's it's a gay bed and breakfast of terror with 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's like a killer. Yeah, it's a very bad. B it movie, is. Is this one where the two gay guys go to a bed and breakfast and like the oh, one of them they they try to marry one off to their daughter because that's oh no oh yeah is that what happens in the movie yeah yeah oh no that's not the one I'm thinking with of. the phrase <laughs> my daughter thought of another my movie. daughter's sugar sweet vaginal walls right did i get that right yes and i will leave it at that thorgy has a uh like a performance we were like where the hell is that from and there there's a portion of the dialogue Mm -hmm. from the movie in it and we were like what is this garbage (laughs) we have to see it immediately it it used to be i don't know seven oh Oh, wow encyclopedia it it used to be on netflix i don't know Mm -hmm. if it still is but yeah oh wow do you want to give your Yes. Okay. So first, I looked it up. The Elijah Wood podcast is called Visitations with Daniel Noah of Daniel the Noah. indie pro- production company SpectreVision. Oh. And they visit the homes and workshops of some of their favorite creators in the genre community and beyond. Uh, and they talk about spooky stuff. And okay. What was your recommendation? So my other recommendation, um, it's not scary, but it can get a little gory. And it's more of like a fun, uh, maybe fun's not the right word. Okay. It's a ride. Okay. Um, the Loved Ones. Okay. Which is an Australian horror movie. Um, and it's basically about this girl in high school who wants to go to the prom with this guy. And he says no, mm-hmm. but she's crazy. So she uh, kidnaps him and then... And that's not even the the crazy part. It Mm -hmm. just gets weirder from there. But it's really crazy. It's really good. I keep using the word crazy, but it's a good... And the movie's called The Loved Ones. The Loved Ones. Australian. Very good. All right. So mine, quickly, the first one is Strangeland. What's that? Um, (gasps) Strangeland starring Dee Snyder. It is... A, it is not a good movie, but I saw it when I was very young, and it's about, it's essentially about uh, a serial killer who uh, uses BDSM, essentially, to torture and murder his victims. Oh, damn. Um, I thought, as a child seeing this and not knowing anything about it, I thought it was very shocking, Um and uh, it sort of has this like clockwork orange uh, twist to it where they try to reform the serial killer and the town just can't get past the fact that he committed all these crimes. And essentially um, they bring him back to like they, they just like torture him to the point where he goes back to killing people. D is the killer. D Snyder mm-hmm. is the killer. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's, and it's also fun because it captures technology, like, you know, the, how, like there was this weird, um, this mystery around technology in the nineties. It's so great. The, um, the way that they navigate, uh, chat rooms and instant (laughs) messaging. It's so fun because it's just like, it's, um, it's like a time capsule for, um, technology back then. Um, I feel like if D. Snyder was going to be the killer in a horror movie, it should just be that, like, he would, like, come up to you and then his hair would just eat you. Like, his hair just, like, <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> like the, the hair, like, grows real long and, like, sucks you up and just, like. You know what's funny in the movie? In the movie, he has he has his natural like curly, 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 like wildly curly hair, Mm -hmm. and then when he becomes reformed, it's all like tight and pulled back into a ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like one of the first things you see is like when he starts killing again. Is like his His hair hair is just all out. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm into Um, that. (laughs) It's a it's a really I'm actually really her hair down. I'm really excited to watch it. 
probably like tomorrow or something. Um, <laughs> so that's number one. Number two, which was going to be uh, my truly scary movie because it's a movie that I still to this day cannot watch. Um, and I made Daniel watch it and then left the room. Oh, I is, hate you. Is The Descent. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that movie is, really is incredibly fucked up. Mm-hmm. It is and very I creepy. don't remember what I was going through in college, but for some reason it was like somewhat like linked to some thing, some Were you issue. Going no. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was more about like there there was something about I don't know, but it's uh, a movie about a bunch of women who decide to go spelunking and they stumble on these creatures because one of them wants to go through this cavern that has never been gone through before and they want like she wants to be the the first one to do it it's it's an amazing amazing movie it's, it's terrifying it's, very it's one of my favorites and you watched I, it alone daniel yes <laughs> i she put, went to do dishes i put it on and then i was like i have to go do the dishes it's incredible. And, and that's it, how i knew because robert doing dishes at that point <laughs> I would like, pay money to watch you watch The Descent. The craziest part <laughs> is that, like, we were yes. snowed in too. That's why we watched it. <laughs> there are creatures in it that are like creepy and scary. Yes. Obviously, it's yes. a horror movie. But then there are moments that have nothing to do with the creatures that are just scary because it's so claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. like, and oh. like, oh my god! And yeah, it, before you even before meet the creatures, you even meet yeah. the creatures. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's so it's it's one of like the best well done. Like a horror sci-fi movie, and the, that, that I've seen main in a really long that time. main woman, uh, the main character in it. There's a moment where she goes like fully like animal, mm-hmm. and it's just it's incredible. It's just like oh, amazing yeah. acting in that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, my third recommendation is sort of a throwaway, but I really enjoyed it. It's Unfriended. Oh, really? Amazing. Oh. That I have not very seen good. Unfriended. I just kind of assumed Amazing. that it would not be good, and I never watched it. It's very good, it's, and the sequel's very good too. Yes, really. It's it's mm-hmm. very like it's a it's sort of like found footage. The sequel actually is really really is really it creepy. um supernatural or slasher? Um, uh, the first one's supernatural. Mm-hmm. The second one is more slasher. Um, so in the first one, it's a, like a ghost mm-hmm. that's like seeking revenge, and then in the second one, it's uh someone who uh discovers like something in the dark web mm-hmm. or gains access to like a f- a folder with all of these videos, snuff films, and, yeah, and snuff films mm-hmm. from the dark web, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, is, yeah, they're um, just like trying the, to get rid of for the both evidence, movies. Essentially. Is it all just like what you see through the computer screen? Yes, mm-hmm. a lot like searching. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really like searching mm-hmm. too. Searching yeah. was a really good movie. Searching yeah. was really good. Also, I have two more. <laughs> David, <laughs> David, and, and then are you? Did you do yours? Yes. Because I okay. Three. These are. This is it. This is it for me. Okay. My, one is a recommendation. One is something that I want to see that just came out. Okay. Uh, one is uh. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, which is a movie. I, you know, Joe laughs at me, but I love that movie. Okay. We've been trying to find it to watch it. I own it's it. On, I own it. It's on. It's, it's probably on HBO Go. Oh, HBO, it's an HBO Go. Movie. Because yeah. if Tales from the Crypt was HBO. It might be on yeah. HBO Go, but I just saw it. Where did I see it? It might have been Shudder. I want to say it was either Shudder or Netflix. Or, oh no, it's on Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh that's even easier. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and it's one of my favorites because A, it's the Crypt Keeper, who mm-hmm. is like amazing. Mm-hmm. B, it's Jada Pinkett as like one of my favorite final girls in a horror movie, which mm. is like when I don't I can't even think of another horror movie with like a person of color final girl. Right. Uh, and she was so good in it. And then of course there are like really campy parts because it was the 90s mm-hmm. um but also the creature design for the demons the look of them like always really stuck with me as mm. it's like one of my favorite like oh they were just so slimy and gross and like really good highly recommend and then the other one i want to see but have not seen yet on hulu they just came out with a movie that's also in theaters for a limited re- release with lupita nyong'o uh-huh. as a school teacher and she's like basically protecting the kids from zomb- a zombie attack. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's, it's it's it doesn't look terrifying. It's it looks like that that's almost like Shaun of the Dead ish. Maybe not so comedy, but like straddling that line of like camp and horror. Um, and it just looks really good. And also, I love Lupita. Have you guys mm. seen Midsummer yet? No, Ooh. but I want to. Midsummer is fucking genius fucking genius i don't understand the people who are like i hated it I, it's so I've good i've heard so many mixed it's things. amazing yeah some people are either like nobody says they hate it they say either that it's amazing or that was so weird i don't even know what to do with myself right now those it's, are like the two things is, that i hear it is a genius movie because and i don't know i don't know if like describing the the genre that it fits in is a spoiler but i'm gonna do it anyway it is a swedish slasher film huh Mm. like Mm -hmm. when have you ever when have you ever and it takes place in bright blinding sunlight like the Mm. whole movie is just like i i'm my eyes hurt but it's like it's also like super sophisticated yes like it's it's based on like bits of ancient Norse mythology mm. and really obscure traditions and torture methods that some people don't even know if they were actually used. Like there's one thing that only appears in two like ancient Nordic texts, mm. you know, right. it, it's a really, um, it, it explores like a descent into madness mixed with cult elements and, you know, whether or not, you know, cultural traditions are correct or not. It's a really, it's hard to like, exactly say what it is and i think that that's it's not important to say yeah you just and that's why i think really good people get hung up in their credit in their critiques of it i think you just need to watch it it's just and accept it it's such a different take on a horror movie yeah it's so good and we also it it caused us to want to go back and rewatch hereditary and i have Mm -hmm. a whole new respect for that movie that was Mm -hmm. my gonna be my question since there aren't a whole lot of movies you can compare it to hereditary has the same director Mm -hmm. They're two completely did, different movies. Yeah, did you, but did to do you enjoy other. one more than the other? Because I really liked Hereditary. Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh, really? Midsummer to me because Hereditary, the basically the entire movie happens almost in complete darkness, mm-hmm. whereas you have the complete juxtaposition of Midsummer, where it's like the the few moments that are that happen in darkness are either indoors or they're like a dream sequence mm-hmm. because there is no you cannot escape the light in that movie um 
it just it's such a good movie and i'm very i'm very excited to rewatch it daniel did not enjoy it as much as i did um, it's not that i didn't enjoy it i actually enjoyed watching it but it was i think you were aff- like negatively affected by the imagery in a way where you were I, like i don't know that i want to rewatch this right now like i was well, ready no. to be like rewind well, because, play when because it was over. hereditary loved- kind of scarred me for a little bit and then i was able to watch it again kind of Almost completely unfazed. Yeah. Except for the jump scares, right? That's what they call them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I just came away, with, like, I always knew The Hereditary was this amazing, complex movie. And whether you want to believe that it is about mental illness or not, or that it's just, just plainly oh, supernatural. I just wasn't paying attention. Um, I was not paying attention during that movie, clearly. <laughs> because it for- has nothing to do with mental no, illness. It's mm. it It is a... Supernatural Clearly. horror movie and Tony Collette was just the most brilliant Where thing she's ever her done. Oscar. Where is her I, Oscar for that movie? She, like for that movie, I don't know. But I, I think she's a very talented <laughs> wow. actress. I just was not like I was not blown away by Hereditary. I thought it was I was. I thought it was confusing and I thought that it was have you seen it a second time? Yes. Oh, okay. and I, uh, we, ha- any movie where I'm finished and I have to go online and be like, "What the fuck was this?" Like that to me is an unsuccessful movie. And I'm not mm. saying that an, a horror movie can't be smart. I'm not saying that a horror movie can't be artistic. But it was like almost too artistic and too abstract and too intellectual. Where it's like I, I did not have a good idea at the end of like what I had seen mm. and I was paying attention and I wasn't smoking pot. And like, mm-hmm. I, I like mm-hmm. there was no reason for me to have come away from that movie, not really understanding what it was what about. happened. Yeah. And I think it had the roots of a good horror movie. Not my tastes. I'll, I'll say that. Like, okay. I don't want to say it's a bad movie because obviously there are people who enjoy it, but like it did not do for me what I typically expect from a horror movie or what I want from a horror movie. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to hear what you think of Midsummer. I'm excited because to watch it. Because I, I think that Midsummer is I, – I heard a lot of people say that Hereditary was better. I am confused as to why the people think that. I don't – I don't think – I, I say it was better confused. than most anything, if right. I'm being honest. I don't think but. that you can compare the two. That's just it. I think they're right. Vi- they're they're so. I don't think you can compare different. the two. But if you're going to compare horror movie for horror movie, Midsummer wins. Do you think it's just that people compare it because Midsummer is also a semi-intellectual horror movie? Absolutely. Probably. I would say that's and, the, pro- and that because to they me, have the same director. Yeah. Yeah. That to it's me really, seems like the the tie. And so it's like it's not it chapter two where they're doing the jump scares and the creepy clown. It's it's a or more completely unfinished like nonsense. Yeah. But, yeah. But um I so I get that's why people are comparing one to the other, but I again I haven't seen Midsummer, so I can't yeah. really say what the difference is. I'm I'm really excited to to find out what you both. I'm think. gonna have to. I'm gonna ask you again for your recommendations to write them down because you said Maniac, Midsummer. We'll we'll make a list. We'll make a list for okay, you. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Also, you should put those. you should yeah. put the list on the site so that people can see. We it. should put it in oh, the show yeah. notes. Yeah. In the show we notes. Will? Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, thank you for joining us on this spooky journey. It's our pleasure. <laughs> this is our this is our favorite time of year. So yes. any chance we get to go and talk to people about scary shit, we're we're excited. Um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can follow you on social media and uh, where they can listen to my spooky gay family? Well, you can find I'm Pissy Miles, P-I-S-S-I-M-Y-L-E-S. You can find me at pissymiles.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Pornhub, wherever you look. I promise I will be there. <laughs> and uh, you should definitely check out uh, my podcast with my sister, Sam Baxter. Uh, you can find it at myspookygayfamily.com. Both websites designed by the amazing David Ione. And uh, you can find my spooky gay family on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, soon to be hopefully um, Pandora. We're on Spotify. Stitcher, Podbean. I said Stitcher. Did you? Oh, yeah. sorry. Everywhere where fine podcasts are sold. Anywhere <laughs> fine podcasts are sold at a very, very cheap rate. You can, you can <laughs> find my spooky gay family. Um, and you can find me at davidayon.com, D-A-V-I-D-A-Y-L-L-O-N. Um, also David Ayon at uh Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I'm all over the place. Come to Asbury Park if you're in the area, October twenty-fifth, seven to nine PM, opening reception of the Queen Suite with a bunch of drag portraits of uh Rue Girls and also some local queens. Uh yeah. Including who? Which local Oh, queens? including the best local queen ever, Pissy Miles. <laughs> I give him this wonderful <laughs> shout out in my in my my biography and he's like yeah come see some great local queens like all these other people <laughs> you didn't know her all these other people <laughs> she's new favorite. she's new well we are grizzly kiki on everything that means facebook twitter and instagram so be sure to follow us there you can send your questions to grizzly kiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours on the air and don't forget to subscribe <gasps> on itunes and spotify and wherever you're listening to this podcast so until next time Bye. Bye. <laughs>